Hi, welcome to the African Therapies Podcast, and this is episode number 23. Hello, hello, my loves, and welcome to the African Therapies Podcast. My name is Clarice. I am an intuitive coach, psychic, and sexual healer. On this channel, I'm here to reveal to you the secrets of African spirituality. I am sincerely convinced that with those tools and this secret knowledge, women will be able to take their power back and restore their life, their capacity and power to create the life that they want. And if you are in this journey, once again welcome if you want to go further with me and if you think that the content that you find here is interesting i deeply encourage you to click on the link below and to download a free guide that i've created and tailored just for you it's a guide with six african rituals for the modern sister that is actually a few of the rituals that were passed down to me from generations to generations and are um, rituals that were uh, you know in my family for I can say centuries. Um, It is a, a guide where you will discover plants and wellness rituals that will help you navigate in this crazy 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 world from stress to PMS, all of this will be souvenirs that you will be able to forget. But you know, that's enough rambling and let's start for today's episode. The pain of not being the chosen one, the pain of not being the chosen one. Oh, (laughs) you know, I, I was, um, invited and inspired to do this episode because I received a message from one of me, my African Tantra Queens. So, uh, I have three major programs, as you certainly know. Um, one is woke where I initiate you to African spirituality. Um, the second one is abundance now where we talk about money and unlock your money blockages. And the third one is African Tantra where I teach women, um, how to, um, get, get more in tune with their sexual energy and sexual power and so um, the last uh, edition session of the program was in December and January of last year and you know I always stay in contact with my students and the people that I coach and heal and you know, um, I, she sent me that message and tell me, you know, I'm going through this heartbreak and I really don't know what to do and how to feel and how to pass that. 
and I thought that it would be interesting to give uh, an answer for the collective because of course uh, the pain of not being the chosen one is something that we you know face sometime from time to time but we're kind of ashamed of you know it's very tough to say you know I was having those feelings for this man and I was envisioning a few things for us and you know I thought that he was interested and he was into me and and I don't understand what is going on he's coming back and saying that he's going back to with his ex or uh he's coming back to me and telling me that uh uh, I don't know, he's uh, finally unavailable, uh, that he's choosing his career, or uh, that um, he met this girl in the street or in a cafe or I don't know where, and um, you decided to give this girl a chance, and all of a sudden you're out of the system, and you're, <laughs> you're out of the system. So... Um, there are a few things that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, the first thing is that, um, you know, um, normalizing the emotions that you're going through and the pain you're going through. Um, the second thing is how to, you know, navigate in those emotions uh, without beating yourself up because this is something that we can um we tend to do and that and that is really not necessary and that will lower your vibrations lower your self-esteem and i really don't you don't want you to be in that place um the first topic that i want to cover is um the worst case scenario and the worst case scenario is actually when you thought, um, you felt that it was a, mate, a match made in heaven. That uh, this person was a soulmate, that you didn't need him randomly, and that you were meant to be. And finally, we will close this episode with an intuitive um reading uh, so i picked the power of surrender cards um that is an oracle deck that i really 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 love uh, especially in these times of full moon when you know we have to to cleanse and we have to decide um what no longer serves us and where we will put our energy and focus to manifest what we want out of our lives. So, let's jump right into part number one. So, if you are going through uh, this heartache, that specific heartache and pain of not being the chosen one, um, whether it's another woman, another man, if you're a man listening to me, or a job, or an ex, or um, a family, or 
or maybe the man himself or the girl herself you know when people tell you you know i have to focus on myself and and all of that you 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 you're not the chosen one you know the person has chosen to put his focus time and energy in something or someone else and the third the first thing that i want to tell you is that the emotions that you're going through are perfectly normal perfectly normal it's normal to feel pain it's normal to feel betrayed it's normal to be angry it's normal to um, to be sad it's normal to um, sometimes feel I, I would say used <laughs> uh, and um, you know the, the the last thing that I want to tell you right now um, is to tell you that everything is fine everything will be okay and to jump you into that uh, positive thinking mode uh, which to me is clearly spiritual bypassing and prevents you from doing the actual healing work that is um, that goes with the breathing um, of everything that you've hoped, everything that you've expected, everything that you have um, envisioned for yourself, for this person, and for this relationship. So this is actually a grieving. Uh, it might not be um, the grieving of one of your parents or the grieving of, um, you know, a, a loved one. But this is actually, you're grieving, you're grieving of hope, you're grieving of um, things that you've desired, and um, it's a process, it's a process, and it's a process that takes time, and acknowledging that, and uh, giving your yourself time and space to heal is actually what will make you move on as quickly as possible um, and I understand why you need to you 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 wanna you know it's not easy to sit with pain <laughs> it's not easy you know we prefer to be here dancing joyful da 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 and, uh, you know, sometimes we will numb ourselves with food, sex, jump into a new relationship, work, uh, whatever habit we are used to in order to avoid the pain we're going through. So the thing that I want to tell you right now is that your emotions are normal. It's part of the process, it's part of the grieving, and you will be stronger, you will be more conscious of yourself, more conscious of who you are, and more conscious of um, the things that uh, I've put you in those in this disposition so 
And this is the second topic that I want to cover today. Uh, the last thing that you want to do is beating yourself up. Okay. And the best thing to stop beating yourself up is actually to remember that every relationship that is brought to you in this life um, is brought to you for you to learn something and to learn something about yourself. We usually use relationships and people in relationships as a mirror uh, to whether uh, see something in ourselves that we um, we haven't seen uh, when it comes to our I would say light energy so those positive uh, aspects of ourselves and personality that we may have forgotten you know sometimes you have relationship will come to your life people will come to your life and who are here to remember who the fuck you are sometimes you have relationships that come to you to show you shadow aspects um, parts of you that you are not conscious of parts of you that you may have um, you know put aside and that it's time for you to reactivate uh, so when you're not the chosen one, when you're ch not the chosen one, I'm, I'm really encouraging you uh, to look at this relationship and, and the relationship dynamic and to look at the, uh, a few things. The first thing that I want to look at, that I want you to look at and encourage you to look at is, are they patterns that you see repeating that you see repeating in this relationship that has um that have already occurred for you in your life do you have the feeling that in relationships with men women friends um family family members you were not the chosen one or not the chosen one and uh, you know when I coach women who go through this particular heart, uh, heartbreak and pain uh, we go back to their previous relationships and we also go back to their childhood relationships when they may have felt rejected um, and not being you know the hot girl um, the girl that was chosen that everybody wanted to be friends with and they felt um, this wound of rejection so maybe uh, this relationship came to you uh, in order for you to heal that and to heal this wound of rejection the second thing that I encourage you to do in order to stop beating yourself up is uh, if you realize that you know it's actually a scenario that keeps repeating over and over and over again uh, that you know <clears throat> you're the little girl inside of you wants you to be confident and to learn how to 
love yourself and to love the part of you that you certainly have rejected. Because when you're not the chosen one, the wound here is rejection, okay? And so uh, as relationship size have are mirrors um, for ourselves, uh, there are certainly part of you that you are rejecting. And I want you to, um, you know, learn to see them and learn to um, acknowledge them and give them space and time. And if you're interested in doing this work with me, I would be more than happy to help. Uh, you can book a cowrie reading with me where we will be talking to the little girl in you and to your higher self. And we will see um, what were the events and uh, that, you know, where you felt rejected and, you know, what are your, what is your soul asking you to do right now and to integrate as part of yourself. Um, the third thing that will help you uh, to stop beating yourself up is uh, that when you reconcile yourself with the little girl inside of you that felt rejected and you give her love, you realize that all the sentences that you say to yourself, that you tell to yourself right now, like, I've been so stupid, how did I not see it coming? Uh, why didn't I listen to my intuition from the very beginning? I felt that there was another girl or there was another woman, or I felt that it was not completely available, or I knew that this man had low self-esteem. Why did I jump into that? Why did I believe in da 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 Here is a mantra that um, I usually tell myself um, when, you know, I, I've allowed myself to love, I've allowed myself to feel, I've, um, removed the barriers that were around my heart, and, and I, I, I end up in pain because I don't, um, you know, what I expected didn't occur, didn't happen, and, you know, the man chose somebody else or something else. And here is the sentence. Here is the sentence that I say to myself when I go through heartache and and pain. And, and don't get me wrong, it happened to me not to be the chosen one. And, and more than once, and uh, each time I said to myself this, when I caught myself in that trap of beating myself up, I say to myself, there's nothing wrong with falling in love. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with falling in love. And um, I think that this is something that we need to remind ourselves. You know, when we, when we let our guard down, um, 
you know, I, and I think that maybe this is because I'm a Leo woman and we, we love to love. <laughs> we love to love. And, um, you know, when you are in that limbo of, never should have, <laughs> never should have, and never should have, and never should have. Just say to yourself, there's nothing wrong with falling in love. <laughs> there's nothing wrong. You know, you, you just follow your heart. You just follow your heart. And sometimes we try to make sense out of things with our brains. And our brain and our heart follow two complete, completely different logics. And it can be tough to be fully aligned, uh, mind, body, and spirit, uh, when it comes to relationships. And this is even more so true um, when we are in this worst case scenario and to me this is really the worst case scenario this is when you are an intuitive person when you are an empath and you have this feeling core feeling that um, this is a match that was made in heaven that the connection that you two had <clears throat> was meant to be uh, and that necessarily something will happen and you start to project you know when you feel connected with someone on a deep level and that you can have those conversations that last forever that you communicate and it's free and it's you know, you can communicate freely and be yourself and da 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 We necessarily think that those relationships are meant to be romantic ones. And that we are necessarily going to end up in a committed relationship with that person. And it took me a while to realize that soul-made connections um, which um, I had a few in my life men who came to me and with whom I felt um, this is not just random uh, this man was brought to me for a particular reason and uh, what has helped me uh, in my journey, and this is what I encourage you to do, is to remain curious. To remain curious and to use curiosity as a way to navigate in this relationship that you, uh, this new relationship or this new person that comes into your life. And if you wake up every morning you know, you, you, you wake up every morning and you think about this person and you're like, well, why? Like, why? What am I supposed to be discovering? Like, why did my ancestors, my guides and my angels 
made me um, meet this person. And you stay in the why. And you don't project. <laughs> you will have the answers. You will have the answers. And you will be able to... Um, I don't want to use the term use, but I don't see another word. I use this relationship and not this person, but use this relationship as a way to um, magnify and amplify your relationship with your higher self and your relationship with spirit. And this is something that I really want you all to understand because I've, um, a lot of you are talking to me about this feeling that they have that there is a shift in the way relationships are um, being um, lived currently and uh, it's true relationships are changing i think that with this since 2020 i haven't seen um, as much uh, breakups and divorces uh, as as before in my life um, you have to understand that we are uh, changing the energy of the planet and we are now in the age of aquarius and Aquarius is a revolutionary, is fiercely independent, and it's opposite polarity. And I don't like to use opposite because to me it's the same energy, but they are just at two different sides of, this, of the spectrum. It's uh, Leo. And, uh, uh, you know, Leos and Aquarius are very independent very independent they love fully but they do things completely differently and they don't want to be normal um, and Aquarius is the sign of detachment emotional detachment and I think that we are going towards new types of relationships when where we are more detached and where we understand that relationships are here to help us grow in our spiritual journeys to help us um, heal and um, to to feel love um, in a way that we can't uh, do on ourselves. You know, sometimes you need help. <laughs> you need that exterior, um, that outside uh, look on what you're doing, on your behavior, on who you are, on what you're feeling, on what you're thinking. And, and sometimes, um, you know, romantic relationships are the best way uh, for spirit uh, to to help you see things that you can see okay so what are the messages from the ancestors and guides for you so as I told you I shuffled and took three cards from the deck and here are the messages for you 
the first message is surrender stubbornness. If you're tensing up or taking a rigid stance about something, gently observe yourself and become more yielding. This will help you communicate more lovingly with others and yourself. And this is to me really um, the expression of what I was telling you. Like stop beating yourself up. Stop being so stubborn about how things might, must be, how you should behave, how you should feel, and just acknowledge what you're feeling. And don't be still so stubborn and, and stop beating yourself up, really. Second uh, message is surrender your attachment to results. So here is the message. The formula for success is to do all you can to make these things happen, then let go of the results. Holding on too tightly to a desired out outcome can sabotage it. Yes, and the best way to do this is to stay in the why, a why, why, so that you, you're not attached to a particular outcome or a particular result, and you just live in the moment, and you just uh, live in the moment, and learn what you have to learn, enjoy what you have to enjoy, experience what you have to experience, and... And that's pretty much it. Third message. Surrender defensiveness. And, you know, I'm seeing those fences. Those, this line of defense. That you may uh, put yourself uh, in and put around yourself um, after a heartbreak. You know. We, we, we have this tendency, and which is pretty normal, to be defensive after a heartbreak, and to, to, to prevent ourselves from being heartbroken again. And here is the message: defensiveness is a sign of weakness. To communicate in a more empowered way. Stay centered and hear some out, uh, someone out. Then offer a clear, non-defensive response. So, I feel like um, I'm seeing someone having a conversation and being defensive. Defensive. Um, I'm seeing your conversation with this person telling you, you know, I've, I've chosen something else, someone else. And not allowing yourself um, to communicate your emotions and your feelings. And I would say that this is the best time for you to, to acknowledge your vulnerability. And, and stop thinking that being vulnerable is somehow a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength to be able to, to say, I'm not ashamed to show that I'm hurt. I'm not ashamed and embarrassed um, 
to tell you that, you know, um, what you did was very painful. Because, you know, when you are in a relationship with someone like this and uh, who um, decides to not to choose you, you know, you are, you're not fool. You felt um, that this person was interested. You know, that person sent you signals of interest. And, you know, it's, it's okay to say, well, you know what, uh, I understand, but I also need to let you know that you... You're causing me a lot of pain here. And you're causing me a lot of pain because um, in no way did I see or uh, or did you let me uh, clearly understand that I was in, in competition with someone else. I really thought that you were interested into me through your messages, through the time that we spent through the things that you were saying to me. And so, um, you know, I'm going to heal. I'm going to heal that. But I, I, I really do want you to see the pain that you're causing. And I hope that, um, you know, you will understand that uh, what you did was not okay for me <laughs> and sometimes we don't want to acknowledge that and we don't want to say that because we have our proud our pride and we are in this defensive mode but surrendering to um surrendering to vulnerability um is the best way to heal uh, yourself, but also to make the best thing possible out of this relationship. Okay, my loves. So I hope that this was helpful. Um, let me know in the comments. Have you already experienced the pain of not being the chosen one? And if it is the case, how did you go through it? What, what, what were the lessons that you learned and that you maybe want to share with uh, this community, with this uh, circle? Um, I'm really, really, really eager to, to read your comments and, uh, and to talk to you very soon. Have a beautiful day, my loves. Now let me start this The home is where the heart is With her I feel at home and even Say you.
but I never would have thought. See, I never could have known how the one chance crime so let us gotta grow. And that's the beauty of it. You see, it grows and it's natural. natural. What can I say in every way? We're compatible. Talk is cheap, but times we don't speak. Cause we're engrossed in thoughts that are deep. It's like two hearts, a two minds, two 